Shalom to all. Today we're going to learn Mishnah's Peah Parak Hey Mishnah Aleph and Mishnah Beis. And today's Mishnahs are being learned with Chosrav Shlomo Zalman of his Gossip Mercy at the Cholim Yitzchalotzim. They should be given with us Sachat Slachin Siat Dishmaya, good health, Parnas B'Shefa, and Kol Tov Sela. And Mishnah Aleph continues to talk about Leket. Gadish Shaloi Lukatachtov. Let's say there's a pile of grain that was placed on top of some Leket. Leket wasn't taken from underneath it. So now we have a whole bunch of grain belonging to the Balbayas on top of Leket, which really belongs to the Anim. Kolani Geba Aretz. Any part of this pile which is touching the ground, Harayu Shal Anim, that belongs to the Anim, belongs to the poor people. Why is that? That's because we give a Knas to the we say that you put your grain on top of some leket before you let the anim take that leket. We're going to kanas you and penalize you and say that anything that's on the bottom of your pile that's touching the ground, that actually belongs to the anim, and that's way more than the actual leket that was there. And this applies even though we are able to differentiate between the leket and the pile of grain that was placed on top of it. For example, let's say the leket was wheat and the pile that you would place on top of it was barley, so you can clearly differentiate. Nonetheless, we say that he gets his kanas and he has to leave the whole bottom of his pile as leket. However, let's say he didn't cover over his leket on purpose. The wind actually scattered some bundles opened up the bundles in the process, and this wheat, this grain, fell right on top of the leket. So what do we do in that case? How do we give the anim their leket? So in that case, we evaluate this field, how much leket probably would have come out of this field, and there's a whole bunch of different factors that go into that, and then we give that amount to the anim. Now, he argues and says that we don't evaluate each field depending on how much leket would have come out of that field. We give the anim the amount that would have fallen. There's actually a standardized amount of leket holds, and therefore we're going to give the anim that amount of leket, and not in evaluation based off of each field. Now, moving on to Mishnah Beis, we actually begin with halacha regarding shikha. As we said previously, shikha is if we forgot a bundle in the field, so that bundle has to be left for the anim. But there's actually another type of shikha, which is if a stalk was forgotten to be harvested. One lone stalk in the field wasn't harvested, it's still standing there swaying in the wind. That's actually considered shikha, not leket, but shikha. So we start out with that halacha. Shibaz Shabakatzer, we have one stalk that was part of the harvest, and he just forgot to harvest it. The Reshamagelakama, however, the tip of that stalk, if bent over, reaches kama, it reaches standing grain that has not been harvested yet. So perhaps we could say that that standing stalk of grain, that lone stalk, isn't considered like it was forgotten and therefore would be shikha, it actually could be considered as if it's part of the unharvested grain and therefore he would be able to harvest that stalk of grain. So what's the halach in this case? If that lone stalk of grain is actually able to be cut down along with the standing grain, meaning when he grabs a handful of grain of the standing grain, he's able to also grab this lone stalk of grain, so haracial balabai, it belongs to the Balabayas because it's considered like it's part of that unharvested grain and it's not like he forgot it. But Vimlav, if he's not able to grab it along with that other grain, so then it belongs to the Anim, it's considered Shikha. Now back to Leket. Let's say we have one stalk of Leket that got mixed up in a pile. So we have a big problem over here and it's actually a twofold issue. The owner can't eat this grain because there's a stalk of Leket belonging to the Ani. And he also can't give the Ani a random stalk because if it's not the Leket stalk, then that means he still has the Leket stalk in his pile. And even if we were to allow him to give a random stock to the Ani, it would still need Meiser taken off of it, because since it's not actually the Leket stock, so this stock is Chayv and Meiser. So what does his Baalbais do? How is he able to be Matak in his pile? How is he able to get rid of his Leket stock that's in his pile? So Meiser, he takes Meiser off of one stock and he gives it to the Ani. Now it's not that simple. Actually, what he has to do as follows. He has to take two stocks out of the pile. One is left, one in his right hand. He looks at the stock in his left hand and he says, if this stock is Leket, so I'm giving it to the Ani, and now I don't have any Leket in my pile. But if it's not Leket, it's just a random stock, so then then the maestro that needs to be taken off of this stalk should be on the stalk that's in my right hand, and then he gives that stalk in his left hand to the ani. Now the ani has received something that already had maestro taken off of it, either it's leket or it's a stalk that had maestro taken off of it. We still have an issue though, because if that stalk that was given to the ani wasn't leket, that means that there is a leket stalk still in this person's pile. So according to the Tanakama, all the ani has to do is say, I'm exchanging this stalk that you just gave me for my leket stalk that's in your pile, and now that leket stalk that's in the pile actually belongs to 
amongst the Balabayas, and now we don't have any issues. But now Amir Belezer, Rabbi Lezer asked the Tanakama, How is it possible this Ani is able to exchange something with the Balabayas that he never actually got, it never actually came to his Rishos? He never received the stock of Leket, it never came to his Rishos, so he's not able to tell the Balabayas, I exchanged my stock of Leket with this stock that you just gave me now. So according to Rabbi Lezer, we still have a problem because this Balabayas still has a stock of Leket in his pile. So Rabbi Lezer makes a new suggestion, the Balabayas actually gives the entire pile to the Ani. Now the Ani owns the whole pile, and he also owns the stock of Leket that's inside. Then, we're able to do this whole trick with these two stocks that he takes Meiser off of one onto the other. Then, the Ani could give the Balabayas back his pile, minus one stock, and now he's actually able to give the Balabayas that stock of Leket that's inside, and according to Rebbe Lezer, that's the only way that we're able to attack in this pile, that the Balabayas gets his pile, and he's able to eat it, and the Ani gets his stock of Leket. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow's mission to Gimel and Dalid. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.